under the crescent moon and the beaches of beautiful Gulf Shores, Alabama tonight. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. We did. Now, Manna and I have been on the uh, road now touring the state of Florida with the uh, good man, and he is a good man. Yeah, there was some some issues at first, but you know, under Donald Trump, God, we didn't we all have issues? I'd like to thank Ron DeSantos for welcoming us to such a beautiful state, and Florida is by far. I'm a little partial, of course, <laughs> but it's uh, yeah, what a, what a great. I mean, man, wow. I wish Tennessee could take a page out of his playbook. Tennessee, unfortunately, has Governor Lee. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to cut him any slack, man, because we have the worst, the worst road system that I've seen. And I've traveled a lot of states, uh, 23 to be exact, over the past 35 years, and Canada. Now, Alabama, we were in... uh, I'm going to keep calling her Meemaw because that's what they call her, man. <laughs> and she's a wonderful woman. I mean, she is, man. She's a Republican. She's a conservative. And, yes, she loves Donald Trump. Well, I'm saying love. I think a lot of people have a lot of lost love now for Trump. Now, one thing my sister did say today, you know, and, and, and really we were talking, and I, she, Paula says, and Paula's four years my junior. She's 56, and works at Lowe's. <laughs> I mean, she seems to like it. So that's all that matters. You're happy in your job. You know? Anyway, man, you know, we were talking about the whole thing. She says, you know, it's uh, it's just nice not having Trump around, man. She said everything seems to be you know, getting back to the way it should be. And I'm in complete agreement with that statement. You know, everybody's, you know, I won't say everybody, I think I've, I've kind of come up the rungs on the ladder a few spots <laughs> from from my, what, my three people to, I don't know, man. Hey, I'd like to give a shout-out right now to, to Tristan and all his crazy, woolly, hairy-legged youngsters, man. I'm going to call you youngsters because they're 20, 21. They're good young men. They're out there playing the, uh, I think I, yeah, I tweeted earlier, the, the, uh, the football, the Frisbee football. And they were doing it right across from uh, my sister's house. And we enjoyed it, man. So Tristan, thank you, brother. He is awesome. He's cool. His friends are all good to go. i tell you what, Tristan's single now. You ladies better look him up in Gulf Shores. You know, he's a good-looking cat. Anyway, man, I hope you guys are having your beers, man, having a good time like you told me you would. And uh, so, yeah, we're trucking on, man. We were going to hang around. And... Uh, you know, we just decided to bug on out, man. Paula was tired. And she had a long day at Lowe's, she said, and had a little bit of a stomach, upset stomach. So anyway, we decided to hit the road. We're, we're, we're cruising. And uh, heading up through Alabama on I-65. And we're going to take that on into Birmingham and uh, on into Memphis. So... You know, we might take a little detour on the way. I don't know. I don't have to be back in... Uh... Oh, and by the way, the court date with the... I won't say honorable because there was nothing honorable about the way I was treated. Now, I'm not going to get into this because you know the story. If you've listened to my latest part, my first part. Now, I called it season two, guys. 
because I've done about, I don't know, man, about maybe nine of these things. So I thought, what the hell, we'll start right and fresh and call it season two. And so this should be episode two, all right? I think maybe three. Hey, look, bear with me, man. We've been on the road now for, my God, uh, I don't know what's it been, maybe about six days. But we had a blast, man. Went through uh, St. Augustine, which... You know, you do your do your history. I love history. You know, and St. Augustine is the oldest. If Pensacola is right there with it, but I think St. Augustine has a beat for the oldest city in America, and it's really cool. If you go there in St. Augustine, they have Flagler's College, where are you hip cats that are into art, like myself. Uh, my medium was my medium was uh, pen and ink, pencil, charcoal some watercolor but anyway yeah I've got an artistic background man my mother was a hell of an oil painter uh, my son man he's amazing now well, at least on the drawing end of it he is he, he's uh, I was more of an illustrator Justin is uh, you can say draw me a fire breathing dragon with a knight with a sword and it just comes out man it's, he's very detail oriented I'm very proud of Justin uh, however Justin if you listen son you don't ever turn your back on family. Now, I'm sorry you didn't meet your grandfather, but he was a great man, and I miss him to this day. I know my mother does. But anyway, man, yeah, I mean, you know, get into Gulf Shores, man. It was a wonderful time. Thank you, Bill, for the breakfast this morning. I want to give a shout out to uh, the wonderful people I met at the Waffle House. Hell, <laughs> right? And yeah, Bill treated us to to a good breakfast, man. It was Bill, Stephanie, and I. And, uh, you know, you know the deal, right? Eggs over medium. They had raisin toast. Yeah, I can do without that. I like raisins, man, but not in stuff, right? Anyway, yeah, we had a good time, man. Uh, David, I hope that back gets well, brother. And uh, David, well, I met him and his family, beautiful family. And they were out of, I can tell by the, and we called it a coon-ass accent, brother. That's what it is, right? And I said, you got to be from Louisiana. Nola, he said, I am, man. And I think he was uh, a little above New Orleans. I forget the town. Forgive me, my man. But uh, he had a he had a he was wearing a back brace, man. You know, I asked him about it, and he said he was in a bad accident. And uh, sounded a lot like mine, man. Back in '92, knew there was some issues. Knew there was safety violations constantly on and on, and nothing was done. And this is a good man, y'all. And he, uh, man, he's he's pretty he's pretty messed up. You know, he's still going through a lot of pain. A lot of surgeries and you know that's the corporate way isn't it now in my case when i got burned i got cooked on a wire pool that went wrong april 28th in 92 and it was pretty messed up man they knew there was a faulty design on the machine they had killed two linemen with them well you know the corporate way right cheap bastards pay out what the insurance pays out which was a million dollars well we sued him for a little more than that I wasn't going to sue anybody I'm not the type that likes to sue people but you know look man when you get your you know third fourth degree burners over you know 40% of your body and thank god I cover mine with clothes and there's a good story of this if you want to hear it when I met Stephanie I said uh yeah, things started getting a little... Yeah, and I've known this woman, my God, since 1980, about 89, I would say. Actually, 88, 88, because that was 
a year before I got married to Cruella, the mother of my children, Justin and Rachel. And uh, Rachel, you know what, honey, you really gotta stop listening to Earl, your idiot boss, and Perry talking about, you know, we were on the road. Dad, you're not supposed to leave the state of Tennessee. You know? Yeah, Rachel, yeah, get a grip. Yeah, I've been in touch with the wonderful people at Liberty Bell Bonds. Never thought I'd be saying that one, right? Yeah, man. I have never had a speeding. I haven't had a speeding ticket for Christ's sake in like 40 years. Don't have a record. Well, now I'm facing charges of assault with a deadly weapon against a crackhead that is an informant for the MPD who walked in front of my house on the 6th of May and uh, you know, just an idiot. I mean, the guy has no he has no motor skills left. He's been smoking crack for eight years. Now, Mike Working is a wonderful attorney, public defender uh, in Memphis, and he happens to be my neighbor. And he, Mike, called me oh, this past February. He said, hey, man, you're not going to believe this, KC. That's, that's what they call this guy, KC. And I said something about that stands for cookie crackhead or something. And they, did you did you listen to it today, man? They cut my words, and it was just music for a while. And I don't know if that first one has gotten back on track. I thought, isn't that a hell of a note? A crackhead can accuse me, wrongfully accuse me, of pointing a pistol at him, which, you know, look, <laughs> this is just such a trick. You can't make this stuff up, people. I'm the one that made the 911 call on the, on the afternoon around 1 o'clock, 1.32-ish. You know, it was I wasn't watching, looking at my clock or my watch. Uh, but yeah, this car speeds by me, man. In my neighborhood, with like speed limit of 25 or 30 on Oliver, there's kids playing. Speeds by me, man, doing like 90. And I shouldn't have found it. It was 90, you know, like 80, 90. Scared the hell out of me. And he almost hit a kid. That was a kid on a skateboard. And anyway, man, it was bananas. And I watched the guy pull over at this crack house up the street this blue house on Oliver and it's about eight houses down to our east and uh, we're at 1950 you know fuck it I'm not going to live in fear man you know look back in the day I know some GDs gangster cyber and uh, yeah there's gangs in Memphis man it's like any big town now look I, this may be a little harder for some of you guys to follow I know I promise you it's hard for like Nancy Pelosi with her hypocritical ass, she can't follow her. But she's not equipped upstairs. Nancy, you need to retire. You're 81 years old. You know, ain't it funny how I'm gonna switch gears on you now the stock market? Everybody's been talking about the stock market. Now, Bill and Bev, Bill and I were discussing Bitcoin. And I said, man, I couldn't believe what I saw, Bill. I said, Hive Blockchain, HVBTF, market capitalization, 71 billion with a B. All they do is make Ethereum, y'all. Now, this has been Bill's piss too, because this has been going on with Donald Trump's ass when he was in office, and it continues on to this very day. Now, if you trade markets, if you play the market, if you know the market, a little bit, and for God's sake, don't listen to Jim Cramer. You know, like I said, there's an old trading joke been out there for years. I've heard it from the reps of TD Ameritrade, who are their number one sponsor, good figure, right? NBC, CNBC. I think we covered this in a tweet today, man. But anyway, yeah. Uh, Trump put in... Nan, no, I'm sorry. Stacy Cunningham. Now, K 
Keno, if you're listening, brother, over in the UK, it's kind of in the morning, I doubt it. He'll probably hear this tomorrow. He refers to her as Stacy Quintingham. Right. <laughs> yeah. And she's earned it, man, trust me. Yeah, there's a picture, if you look it up, Google it, there's a picture of uh, Stacy Cunningham and Melania all hugged up on the NYSC floor. Now, Trump had his own people, even in Bitcoin, man, had a, he had that going on. Well, you know, I got to, I got to give it to the Don, man. He's a businessman, right? Hey, nobody was bitching about their returns. So, ever since Biden's been in, hell look, I denounced the Democratic Party. I did, man. I've been a Democrat all my life since I was a voting age. And now Democrat back in the day, and I've said this, it didn't mean snowflake. It didn't mean liberal. There was no LBGTQ. And look, I'm not coming down on the LBGTQers. I've, yeah, I've got a gay uncle. My uncle Steve, I love him very much. And, you know, my father was so cool, man, for his time. I mean, you know, he was cool, period. But, and he didn't know it. We always said Pops is funny and didn't even know it. He had a good sense of humor. And I asked him, man, one time, this is about gay people. And no, I am not gay. Uh, yeah, I painted my toenails black before. I didn't do it. My wife did. <laughs> That's a long story, man. We waded through some unholy shit down in uh, Katrina, peeled the skin off our legs down by Industrial Canal. And it must have had, like, I don't know, I had a doctor tell me it had uh, mercury or was it silver. Anyway, turn around turned everybody turned my toenails and a couple other guys like a dead looking gray almost a bluish tint to it it looked like hell it looked like dead like death to me so one Halloween Stephanie says why don't we paint them black and I said well hell yeah because pink is out of the fucking question <laughs> so anyway man she painted them black and I'm like fuck it you know I'm man enough to handle this right I mean it's a toenail for Christ's sake who gives a shit yeah, look, man, if you do your research about pirates, and I like pirates, I guess I'm one myself. But, you know, pirates wore jewelry, man. I mean, look at, uh, and actually, you know, it's a Disney movie. We all love Pirates of the Caribbean, the great Johnny Depp. But the makeup, the mascara, you know, the jewelry, the, the, you know, the deck. The, yeah, look, man, he was a shit, was he not? I mean, he, he captured that, that the character. And unfortunately, like a lot of Hollywood actors, he got a, a little bit of stereo typical thing going on there with Jack Sparrow, you know, but you have heard of me, uh, anyway, man, yeah, you know, we did that, but yes, Katrina, the whole thing, it was a nightmare, that's another podcast altogether, but we had a good time, man, and uh, we were talking about the markets, Hive blockchain, all they do is make Ethereum, now is a call, we called into TD Ameritrade on the road, Stephanie and I did last Friday, this past Friday before market closed. It was around 1 in the afternoon. Noon, oh, as a matter of fact, we called that morning. Yeah, they had two calls on record and I talked to a guy. Um, it was like Seve, yeah, and they knew who he was. Now, we recorded this on the other device, so we weren't hearing things. We've been back and listened to it and yes, I said, Seve, can you tell me where Hive blockchain is? H-V-B-T-F and it trades on the OTC. And now, back in the day, you would have never touched the stock on the on the OTC, on the pink shoes, right? Because they're dog shit. You know, if you've ever seen Wolf of Wall Street, it covers that, man. You know, loosely, I mean, loosely, my ass, it covers it. You know, these are companies that are bullshit companies, don't make any earnings, they're horrible, you don't want to invest in them. Well, Bitcoin changed all that, man, so did Ethereum. 
there are ETFs, which are funds. Uh, there's one Grayscale uh, for Bitcoin. There's one for Ethereum. I think there's one for Dogecoin, Dogecoin. Which, my God, have you guys seen that, right? Now, Gene Simmons, I said this in a tweet. If you go back, I know it says on my profile, right? Joined in, what, April? Well, now this new one, it says May. I've been doing, I've been tweeting for about the past four months, okay? Matter of fact, I did my first, first, very first podcast, Memphis Red, on April Fool's Day. Go figure. <laughs> I swear you can't make that up. Yeah, that's rightly so. But anyway, man, uh, all Hive does is produce Ethereum. Now, Ethereum was at 4,300 in Ethereum. The bitch is about three months ago when Ethereum was at like 14, 15, 1600, you know, it's tripled since. Hive blockchain was trading at 575, I think was the high, man. I mean, I bought it. I remember very well trading the 450 range three, about four months ago. Uh, I loaded up recently in the last month. Stephanie, I got her 6,000 shares of Hive. Isn't it funny, man? Kramer, you're a son of a bitch. You sue me, I don't give a shit. Uh, it's what he is. He's a hedge fund manager. That guy's got more dirt than a Hoover vacuum cleaner, man. I mean, he is just, he collects, he's a scumbag. Yeah, I said it, Tramer, you're a scumbag. He lies to you, man. Hey, look, you know, and there's a lot of people get taken in by Kramer. You know, it was actually a representative from TD Ameritrade that told me one time this joke. He said, you know how you lose 10000 in the market? I said, no, nah, man. He said, you invest twenty and listen to Jim Cramer? All right. Anyway, man, if he tells you about a stock, oh, yeah, bye, 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 all that bullshit, like a carnival barker, right? Well, no wonder he likes Trump. <laughs> but anyway, he's already made his money on this. Don't you get it? You know, he turns you on to Skyworks or what network, whatever, some kind of Internet stock a Bitcoin play lately, you know, whatever. I sat there and I've recorded these episodes, people. Kramer one day, and I'll never forget this, I bought Riot Blockchain, which I'm going to bring this one up. I couldn't believe what I fucking saw today now. I bought Stephanie Riot Blockchain, 344 share, 1,500 shares back in on October the 9th. We wrote it up to Thomas's pant in the back of you hearing I don't know. some air for you, Booger Bear. And uh, rode that thing up to $85, man. Yeah, 85 bucks. And like a dumbass, I didn't sell out. God, I should have. I had turned $4,500. Well, Stephanie did. And honestly, it was me, right? Because she would, she didn't know what a blockchain was. She didn't know what a Bitcoin was. She, did, she didn't understand blockchain technology. And guess what? She wasn't alone. Most of Wall Street didn't have a damn clue, right? Most of America didn't have a clue. Well, Kramer's shitting all over it. I'll never forget it. One morning, riot. What is riot? You know, Kramer sounded like a little squeaking monkey on a chain is what I call him. And, you know, he knew damn good well what riot blockchain was. Now, look, it did 85. They had a put option on this thing. And now this was approximately. Now, look, Barry, you can fact check all this. Look it up. I know, because it says right hit a high of, yeah, it says, what, 52-week high of, what, $76, $79? Well, that's bullshit. It hit a high. And now, I guess maybe they don't count after hours, but after hours, around February the 19th, or 18th, rather, it hit 85 bucks a share. Now, 
I said, baby, we ought to bump out. We had turned $4,500 into $54,000 in four and a half months. Pretty damn good return. Well, we kept it in the market. We didn't take any money out. We just kept it in the stock. So that is an investment. Now, as far as taxation, you know, we're like anybody, man. I've been on disability now for the past five years, so I'll be damned if I'm going to pay double tax on money that I'm collecting, my money that I paid into that's already been taxed once. You see, man, and I guess where Riot was today, y'all. I look at it on my sister's computer, go to Yahoo Finance, I looked at it, $26 a share is worth close Friday. You see what I'm saying? And I predict, hey, look, I did, I couldn't even predict. I underestimated the greed, the blatant, insatiable greed of these assholes running the Wall Street stock again, the NYSE, the NASDAQ. Now, look, I'm going to tell you a fact. You look this one up. Bernie Madoff, everybody knows Bernie. Kramer idolized Bernie Madoff. What does that tell you about this piece of shit? Right? Now, David Faber, I love David, man. Hell, he puts up with Kramer. Dave Faber's got to be good to go to me. I like David. David's good class, man. I enjoy watching them. I can't stand Kramer. Can't hard, Kramer's hard to take early, right? Even on my Starbucks espresso. He's, he's the, hey, by the way, go get you some beans over Starbucks, man. You know, I, I said this before in a, in a podcast. I, we've got a little store, a little Starbucks store at Union and McLean, right across from where I. I think I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I put uh, my man over there, Nelson. He was a body, he was a bodyguard. Listen to me. He was a security guard at Walgreens late hour. I would get up. You know, I'm, a, I'm usually up by 4.30, 4 o'clock, 4.30. And I'm watching these people that are connected, the broker sec. They manipulate this shit out of this in conjunction with TD Ameritrade. If you think, if you've ever done Think or Swim, which is a software, they give you a little flashing you know, green and red. That's kind of like Pavlov's dog thing, right? Oh, well, red, you should sell. Green, you should buy. It's all bullshit, man. It's bells and whistles. The best way, the only way, really, if you want to make some money in the market, man, find you a riot when it's at two, three bucks. A hive blockchain at three dollars, right? Oh, and by the way, they took hive. Yeah, let's get back to that. Sevy, I said Sevy. Where is uh, hive right now? This was at like seven, eight, about eight, eight forty in the morning, I think it was. Uh, he said right now it's trading at. 331. We have it recorded. Well, guess what? The high for the stock that day on Hive was only 287. So, Sevy, I would say go back to training, brother. Now, what if I decide to sell thinking I'm going to get 331 a share? And they sold it. Let's say I did a market sell, which I never do. I always put a limit on what I'll take. Now, I've been doing this off and on for 28 years. Yes, I pay tax, but I haven't traded, man, since, oh my God, wait, well, the last time I got burned, I got my ass cooked. On 9-11, but you know, I've, I've said, and I'm sorry, that was not meant to come out. That didn't really come out well, did it? You know, I was not being insensitive to the loss. Uh, it broke my heart. I cried like everybody that day, 9-11. And 3,000 people, good people, lost their lives. Now, that's a whole other show as well. I'm doing a dangerous thing right now. I got a tweet from Edward Snowden, the one and only Edward Snowden, said, hey, watch yourself, Red. You know, I didn't go over to Russia and Argentina. Obama tried to, you know, paint me a traitor, which Snowden wasn't anything but a traitor. He's a patriot, man. 
it took a lot of balls to expose what he did. Now, if you want to watch a good movie, yeah, get that one. Snowden, I highly, if you haven't seen it, you need to see it. Every American citizen that believes in the Constitution, that believes in America and what it stands for, no, I'm not a, I'm not one that wraps myself in the flag like Trump. You know, an interesting thing about that, and Mike working, the lawyer I was telling you about, my neighbor, Mike and Amy, shout out to you, and I hope you and the boys are good. Matthew, my buddy, man, Matthew's good to go, man. He's like a little bar Simpson, 10-year-old, cute as he can be. Yeah, I know, buddy, I called you cute. Let's <laughs> enjoy that while you can. So, yeah, you ain't cute forever. But anyway, man, Matthew's my bud. And, uh, no, man, I was talking one day to Mike, and he's, you know, we were talking about Trump. And this was before the election, and we're saying, I, I said, Mike, we're staring fascism in the face, man. He said, yeah, you're right. He said, you know, there was a, a famous philosopher, poet, what have you, that said, fascism will come to America wrapped in an American flag and carrying the Bible. We all remember the photo op that the Don took, right? Right. All right, man. Look, that was some scary shit. It was to me. I hope it was to you. You know, and I, I just look. I kind of played them like they're playing everybody else. I said in a tweet <clears throat> last week, excuse me, this sinus stuff down here, man. I just, yeah, sinusitis, the pollen is, yeah, anyway. Yeah, who cares, man? Man, we stared fascism in the face. Yes, sir. Trump, man. I mean, all the tweets. And, you know, hell, I looked one night and I said, damn, I damn, man. I tweet more than Donald fucking Trump. But that's not... Now, I don't think anybody could break that record. Now, the markets were kicking ass under Trump, right? Anybody that had a 401k, man, they were loving it. Well, what's happened since Joe Biden's taken over? It's gone to hell in a handbasket. Why? Not necessarily Biden's fault. Well, it is on a twofold thing. Have you seen Joe come out and say, hey, we need market stability? Joe, President Biden, with all due respect, sir, how in the hell are you going to have an economy? Everybody's getting vaccinated. That's a wonderful thing. The COVID, me and Paula were talking today. She said, you know, at Lowe's today, they told me to get rid. They're donating all the, anything that had to do with COVID, mask, uh, that, that sort of thing. They're donating it to the country of India who's really getting hard right, hit hard right now. Now, Stephanie and I have, oh my God, I, I counted them before we left. We have like, I'm guessing about seven, eight boxes of these N95 masks that we wore for the whole past year, right? Now, we got vaccinated with the J&J vaccine. And on April the 7th, that's right. And we haven't had any issues. She ran a little mild fever. 18 hours into it, I timed it. I was going to be a nurse before I became a lineman. That's right. For all you male nurses out there, you guys rock. And nurses in general rock, man. You, you got a nurse. You know a nurse. A hugger neck, man. Make sure you got your mask on. You're vaccinated before you do it, right? But these people, the doctors, the nurses, God love them. They risk their lives every day, man. Like linemen, like policemen, like firemen. And by the way, I hold no grudge against police officers. Now, as far as Minga and Dak and Payne and McDonald, you're damn right. And I'm going to sue your ass, too. You can bet on that. I have got nerve damage in my right hand, thanks to Officer Dak. 
Nasai Dak. He said that was his nickname. It's like Dakakakis, Dakakarius, whatever the fuck it is. Little pricks, 28 years old. You know, big man with a gun, right? Yeah. He had the cuffs on so fucking tight, man, that it, I've still got a scar on it. That was on the 7th today, do the math, right? Yeah. Today's the 15th. It's just starting to heal up. He got infected. I have no feeling still on the left side of my hand, on my right hand. And the bitch is, when I got burned my left hand, I don't have any feeling in it. I've told you about that. Uh, you know, mentioned it, rather. That when, I mean, I played banjo when I was 12, 13. It's like killing cats, man. <laughs> You're a banjo player, you get that. But I learned how to do the, you know, the Cripple Creek roll and all this. I mean, I grew up listening with my old man. He was Johnny Cash, Loretta Lynn, uh, the wonderful Dolly Parton, the wonderful Loretta. I love Loretta Lynn. Conway Twitty, all these southern country artists, man. Hank Williams Sr. I still love Hank Williams Sr., man. I play him all the time. And his son, Hank Williams Jr., of course, Bo Cephas. I, to be honest with you, Bo Cephas, I love the guy, man. But, oh, well, I mean, I like that. What can I say? A country boy can't survive. Uh, who don't like that shit? You're from the South. You can dig on it. I do. And that tells the story, man. That's the thing. Ray Charles, the great Ray Charles. Oh, and by the way, I'll, I will tweet some photos, man. We were coming back through northern Florida. I stopped in Greenville. That's right. If you've ever seen Jamie Foxx, Ray, and did he not nail? Jamie Foxx is a fucking genius, man. He nailed that part. He was Ray Charles. Ray Robinson. And I wish Ray had lived to see that. Jamie's portrayal of him because it was uncanny, was it not? I mean, I just, I was blown away. But I, yeah, I went to the town, Stephanie and I did, and I'll post it. And I took it, they have a little lake, beautiful little park, uh, and it had raised, Ray, there's a statue of him on a piano, and I'll post it later. But anyway, man, we had a great time at Gulf Shores over the weekend. The markets, look, guys, I don't know, man. Joe's not paying attention. I mean, they're going to keep doing this shit. Why? Because they can. You got Maul Maul yelling at the Fed. You got Paul Paul Powell that have admitted they don't get Bitcoin. Well, no shit. You know, look, man, if you don't get Bitcoin, you got Amazon TV, right? Look at banking for Bitcoin. It will explain it to you. It will explain that it was created by this Japanese brilliant genius. A brilliant genius. <laughs> And I'll slaughter his name, speaking of Brian Jeans. Sasha Yachimoto, wherever the hell it is. Yeah, you, you Bitcoin players know this, man. And he is a genius. And he came out with digital currency. And that was to stave off and prevent what happened with the Lehman Brothers collapse, with all the dirty money that was out there on bogus mortgages that they knew damn good well they'd never pay off. And there was just empty notes, man, empty paper. It collapsed the whole damn banking system. It was a dangerous time, man. I was working for FBNL, Florida Power Line. I was a midnight man, South Beach, Coconut Grove, Biscayne Bay, uh, Miami Beach, Fort Lauderdale Beach. I had it made, brother. Brothers and sisters, I had it made. Now, I left that in 2009. Why'd I leave it? Because they're cheap as shit. I was down at, hey, man, look. I Now, let me back up. When I first started, I was at Central Yard. Shout out to all my linemen, my cable splotching. Gee, money. Hope you're listening to me, baby. You know I love you. Now, they all knew me as Higgy. Higgy. 
and I got look, I got a several names. So if you do line work, I picked up the Memphis Red in Katrina. Then we had two Reds. Now Steve Walker, a good man for Asplund, who I was contracting with. You know, I got there, man. It was nasty as hell. I mean, only us in the garden. And by the way, Verizon, we are first responders. I asked for their first responder discount. They said, well, Mr. Hicks, the government doesn't have, uh, they don't have you listed. I said, isn't that a bitch? We're the first ones there, brother. Us in the guard, man. Of course, he said, well, I have firefighters. I have police officers. All right. And rightly so. But Lyman, yeah, if I'm not a first responder, then I don't know what the hell is. You know, we're on the scene when, when it's chaotic. We drive into a hurricane when people are leaving. And by the way, George Clooney, the, with the real George Clooney, please stand up. Man, I love Ron Howard's style of film. I've been working on this screenplay. Basically, the story is called, and I can't tell you what it's called, man, but it's awesome. And I've got it almost completed, the final touches. This is going to be a hit. It's going to be on the lines of, like, Deepwater Horizon. You saw what happens on an oil rig. You're going to see what happens in the crazy world of being a lineman, man. Because it is bananas. It's, hey, man, it's crazy as hell. You see, yeah, unfortunately, you see some pretty gnarly shit, too. I've seen men with their legs burn off, their arms burn off. Uh, I've seen people die. I've rescued two men myself. Whole top rescue. Spencer Wood, I hope you're doing good, my brother. Uh, we got Spencer down one day when he got in the 12 KV. Well, see in Memphis, they go by phase to phase voltage. It's actually 7.2 thousand. Only 7.2 thousand, right? But Spencer, man, we all were, you know, back in the day, man, I don't know, he had a brain fart, whatever happened. But long story short, man, he walked up into a hot phase and was thinking it was dead because an idiot foreman named Willie had said, let's, let's make one phase hot. They weren't even, no, I mean synergized. They weren't even ready for it. It was a BFI place out on 51 Highway. It's there to this day. I talked to Stephanie's Uncle Johnny. He said, oh yeah, man. He works for this waste management system. Yeah. And uh, Johnny's a good man. Johnny and Teresa, good shout out to y'all. Hope y'all are doing well. Uh, let me know about Artie, man. And Artie, I got your money, so don't worry about it. He's, Artie's not worried. Artie was a smart man. He bought ExxonMobil years ago. God knows how, how much it split. Yeah, Artie, I gave you up. <laughs> hey, I love Artie. Artie and Ann. And that's Stephanie's Aunt Ann. And I hope you're doing well, darling. We're looking at the sky tonight, y'all. I've got a beautiful drive. The stars are out. We're looking at the moon. That's a little more than a crescent moon. I'm looking at it right now as we speak. To my east. And it's beautiful. Look, I'm going to go ahead and go. Tristan, you guys, thank you for the entertainment today, brother. We enjoyed it. Uh, hey, I want to give a shout-out, too, again, uh, to my man that was doing Paula's air conditioning, Noah. His daddy and him have a business. Look him up. I think it's Sunshine uh, Heating and Air HVAC, but they're really good at what they do. Uh, Joe, I met his son tonight as well. Not Joe's son, but Noah's son. He was pissed, man. I think, yeah, I did tweet that. Uh, somebody grabbed his girlfriend's ass at the beach, he said. And he said, Mr. Red, he, Mr. Red, respect, right? He's the kid's 17. Good looking, good looking young man. He said, this idiot 
pinch my girlfriend's ass. I'm going to go beat his ass. What do you think? And at first, I was like, yeah, I'd go kick his ass, man. And show him what, you know, you don't do that shit. That's inappropriate behavior. Well, and then a bitch, Matt Gage does it, and he's, his ass isn't in my bar. Well, they got, you know, we're not senators, right? We don't have perks, right? Yeah, you get away with hell, I guess, we murder. Uh, yeah, well, Memphis police almost got away with that, didn't they? Yeah, well, we'll get, we'll get to that another day because my lawyers told me to shut the hell up. And uh, But, yeah, I don't have any feeling in my right hand. I have an infected left wrist, which was already had skin graft on it. I kept telling them, the cuffs are too tight. Oh, they're fine. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Officer Payne, you ought to be ashamed of yourself, man. I don't think police works your line. And Minga, I hope I see you behind bars, man. So we're not afraid of shit. We're not, we are unarmed. They took Stephanie's pistol, not mine. It's in her name. It was never brandished. It was never out of my pocket. They took the word of a crackhead, which, by the way, he got a ride downtown when I was interviewed under some bullshit. That's all it was, was bullshit. They were protecting a drug house, right? They all, the cruisers, rode right past them, the ones that made the call. Mika's people rode right past the damn thing. Nolan, McDonald, Payne, all three cruisers went right past the house after I just told them that I saw a man remove something from his trunk. Now, that's not snitching. And you motherfuckers, that's right. I called you motherfuckers. You know why? Because when I was in the lockup, and I, we called him Cap. I don't know what this cat's name was, man, but he was the CO in the jail during the daytime. And I heard him tell another black man they got into it. He said, you black motherfucker. Now, see that? If I'm a white man and I said that, oh, they would take the show from me. I'd be crucified. Look, people, we need to get over We need to get over this ice cube. I've heard you, your stance on it. Bill Maher won several years back. I don't like the word. I try not to use it. I, you know, right. It's just not right. Uh, nobody wants to be called a, a nigger, and it's not right. But, you know, if you're rapping, you can say nigger all day long, and hoes and bitches. And it's derogatory. It's disrespectful to women. Man, we can open a whole kettle of you know, worms with that one, right? A can of worms. Kettle of, I think it'd be a kettle myself. But look, people are people, man. I look forward to the day when it doesn't have other black, white, Asian. We're just people, all right? I'm going to let y'all go with that tonight. Look, spread that love and that empathy all around. And thank you again, Meemaw, for the hospitality in the great state of Alabama, the wonderful Gulf Shores and all its wonderful people. And, uh, man, oh, and hey, uh, Corey and his girlfriend, uh, I don't want to mess your name up, honey. I'm thinking it was, uh, oh, my God, I, I'm not even going to. Shantae, Chantel. Um, see, I'm fucking it up. She was a lovely woman. She knows who she is. You know, Corey with a with badass, I've tweeted their picture in front of his uh, awesome Dodge Challenger with a six-speed tranny. He said, you ought to hear it, Red. Oh, he fired it up, man. It was awesome. I've still got my heart, my, my mind set on this, uh, <laughs> set on this, uh, yeah, Duramax. I'd love to have a diesel, man. Chevy, man, I can't afford it right now. But maybe that's coming, right? Shout out to George Clooney, to Edward Norton, S.E. Cup. And by the way, S.E., you could give me a little bit of love every now and then, a heart or something. She sends me all this stuff, right? Want me to like her post, but hell, she don't never break on mine. All right, never any kind of anything. There's more to life, Essie, than just you. 
<laughs> you know I'm crazy about SC Cup, man. Smart and beautiful. That works for me every time. Look, I'm going to let you go. Bill Maher, love your show. Uh, look, man, we're getting a lot of things straight as this goes along. I am still working on getting, when I get back, and this court bullshit's over with, I wish CNN crews and everybody would show up that day. Because what's happening down at 201 Poplar, the jail in Memphis is, is, a, is a fucking crime, man. There is so much corruption in Memphis right now under Mayor Strickland. What an asshole. You know, our basement floods, man, every time it rains. It's flooded now 14 times in 12. Now, let me let me get that right. 12 times in 14 months. Every time it rains hard, our basement floods. Why? Because he won't clean out the storm drains. After being in Florida, Mayor Strickland, and after being in Alabama, southern Alabama, Gulf Shore, it's so pretty. It's beautiful. Everything. They don't have problems because you know why? They put money into infrastructure. They take care of their highways, their roads. It's manicured. It's cut. Man, honestly, Tennessee looks like a hell. I got to say that. I told you, no spin, only truth. You know, I grew up in Memphis, and it breaks my heart, man, because it looks like shit. Potholes. Paula, we were talking about and She said, man, I don't miss it. I said, baby, I don't either. I'm trying to get out. And I want to come just live my life free, man. And, you know, I'll still go chase a hurricane this summer. Now, for anybody out there interested in Hollywood, uh, yeah, that's right. I've got some ideas, man. Now, I'm going to go here, and uh, we're going to try to, well, we're going to try, we are. We're going to make it on home safe. The whole time I've been doing this, Stephanie has been holding the phone, so I'm not doing that and driving. I'm just talking. All right, peace, y'all. Look, let's use that empathy and spread it all around. And as always, this is Memphis Red, and we gone.